Chapter One. The train to Chicago will begin boarding in five minutes, an announcement says. A few people get up, some dragging bags behind them. Across the aisle, you notice a homeless guy curled up, sleeping beneath three of the seats. What are you doing under there? You're blocking the path. A man leans down and picks up his bag, mumbling something under his breath. The guy pushes out from beneath the seats, grabbing a pack from the floor beside him. He brushes himself off and stands. Then he turns his face up, trying to catch sight of the board. His eyes meet yours, and you are suddenly the only two people there. They're his eyes, brown, liquid, and warm. The two freckles on his right cheek. His hair is longer, covering his brows, but you'd know him anywhere. The bottom of his shirt is ripped. His pants are covered with dirt. You look down at his right wrist, and you can see it, peeking out behind a plastic watch. His tattoo, a symbol and a series of numbers, just like your own. You pull back the leather wristband, showing him the tender skin on the inside of your wrist. You hold your hand so no one else can see. You, he finally says. It's you. Then he smiles. You can barely breathe. You feel so much for this person, this stranger, this boy from your dreams. You're here, you say as he comes toward you. You're real. I thought you were dead when you didn't show up. Show up where? He startles, surprised, and looks into your eyes. His irises are flecked with gold. In the memories from the island, his head was shaved. Now his thick black hair has grown in. He takes a step back. It never came back for you? You tense under his gaze. It's coming back, you say, but only in pieces, dreams, flashes. You can remember everything, even from before? It began that way for me, he says. Then memories started blending together, it got easier to connect things. You want to know more, but you can't help scanning the train station. Two men in their mid-forties sit across the main corridor, staring up at the board with the track numbers. It only takes a second before one notices you looking at him. We shouldn't be talking here. It's not safe. We shouldn't even be seen together. The boy turns to the board. When's your train? Five minutes? New York? Chicago, it's the same train. The final stop is New York. You should stay on. That's where I'm going. You give him a look, unsure whether you can trust him. Instinctually, you feel you can. But after the last two weeks, you can't be sure. You trusted Ben, the boy who helped you the day you woke up on the tracks, alive but with no idea of who you were or how you got there. You became friends, then more. He was ready to run away with you, but it was all a lie. The whole time, he was just setting you up. Half your attention is still in the crowd. You adjust your pack, double check that the bracelet covers your tattoo, that the scarf hides the scar on the side of your neck. Let's talk on the train. Okay, I'm car five. You nod and take off toward the platforms. A line is roped off, an attendant checking tickets, you hand him yours and stare off to the side, 
pretending to be distracted by a little girl playing in the seating area. Out of the corner of your eye, you see the men get in line. The attendant scans the barcode and you hurry toward the train. You don't check behind you to see whether the boy is there. You continue straight, letting yourself get lost in a large group of teenagers, some in red sweatshirts that read, Jefferson High. You wait for the two men to pass. It doesn't seem like they were looking for you, but it's impossible to be sure. Less than two weeks ago, you woke up on the subway tracks in the middle of Los Angeles with no memory of who you were or how you got there. Almost immediately after you woke up, you were on the run. People were trying to kill you. Little by little, pieces of your memory have started to come back, and you've tried to figure out what you could about the people after you. Now you know about A&A Enterprises, AAE, the organization that has perpetuated a sick game, allowing its members to covertly hunt humans, the ultimate prey. You are a target. You are branded with a code, the only way they identify you. Hunted first on an island in a far-off location, and then dropped into the middle of Los Angeles, where the game continued, your hunter tracking you through the city streets. It's been a few hours since you left evidence for Celia, your contact on the police force. You hope you've given her enough to put the case together. You hope by now she's caught Goss, the hunter who was after you. But even if she has, they may have assigned you to someone else. Someone could already be tracking you. As far as you know, the game doesn't end until you're dead.